In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. How's everybody out there? How are you? In case you're wondering, I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm just fine. Last week, it was raining over here on the East Coast. It rained all day long last Monday. And I was sipping cocoa because it was just one of those days. This week, I am back to sipping tea. Those who have been with me, those of you who have been with me, you know that I'm a, a tea drinker. So this week, I am back to sipping tea, and I am drinking orange passion fruit and jasmine. Mm. Perfect blend of flavors, perfect temperature it's nice and warm, makes me feel comfy and cozy. So I would like you to join me as we continue our show. Get your tea, put your feet up, let's talk. As a matter of fact, let us reason together. I want to reason with you tonight because that is what the Lord does with us. Believe it or not, He is not standing over our heads, beating us with a hammer. He really is trying to woo us, and He really does try to compel us, and He really does try to get our attention. And He says in Scripture, and I believe it's in Isaiah, He says, let us reason together. So that's what I want to do tonight. Okay, get your tea, put your feet up. And I also want to let you know some things that you probably don't even know about yourself. It occurred to me that since we've started this show, I haven't told you a lot about yourself in the positive way. And I thought about this. Do you know that you are the most precious thing that God 
created. Did you know that? <laughs> Do you know that you are more precious than silver and gold, money, okay, fame, fortune? You are the most precious thing that God created. Not the earth. The earth is not more precious than you, even though we want to preserve the planet and there's a campaign for everything to be green and to recycle. Do you know that you are more precious than the earth? Okay. More precious than the animals, the creatures that God created, the animals that he created. Did you know that you are more precious than those animals? Well, you are. You're more precious than silver, more precious than gold. And guess what? He created you just a little bit lower than the angels in heaven. The Bible tells us that God has made man a little lower than the angels. He has crowned you with honor and with glory. Do you know that he has given you dominion over the works of his hands? All that we see in the world, technology, knowledge, information, books, television, cars. Do you know that God has given man the ability to create those things? And he has given us dominion over the works of his hands, over the things that he has created. He created the earth. He created matter. He created the solid materials. He created the wood. He created steel. He created oil. And do you know he's given you dominion over the works of his hands? And all that he asks of you in return is that you honor him in, in the way that you do everything that you do. That is, that is not too much to ask. How do you honor him? By listening to his instructions because he cares about you after he created you he said hey I'm gonna make sure that they know what's good for them I'm gonna make sure that they know I will take care of them I will look out for them his original plan people was not what we see now it was not the rebellion that we see now it was not the abuse that we've been talking about it was not the lust and the greed and the hunger for power and more 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 that was not his original plan but I'm not going to get off on that tangent I just wanted you to know tonight that you are the most precious thing that God created Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's get into the show. Hey, 
I, I realized too that, you know, I haven't told you much about our personal ministry, Equipping the Saints Ministry. We've been talking, we've been announcing the ministry on the air, and we've been telling you how to contact us, but I haven't told you much about ETS, Equipping the Saints Ministry. And I just thought, you know, my husband said something to me last week that kind of made me think, maybe I need to say a little bit more about the ministry because I don't want to give people the impression that all we do, the only thing that we do is focus on sexual abuse. Okay. Although it is a very, 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 very important subject. And it is one of my personal passions because of my own background. Um, our ministry is about more than that, okay? We are a husband and wife team. My wonderful husband is Christopher, Christopher Jones. <laughs> he is my best friend. He is my, um, or should I say maybe I'm his road dog because he likes to get on the road and travel and I like to get on the road and travel with him. Uh, we are partners in every way. Um, he is my lover. Uh, I, it's legal for me to lust after him <laughs> because I desire him. Uh, I desire him as my companion. I desire him as my friend. I desire him as my lover. But anyway, we are ministers. And like I said before, ministers are servants. We are servants and we desire to see people First of all, know who they are in God. Know why God created you. Know what he made you for. And then to see you in your rightful place, to see you restored, to see you saved, to see you, you know, spared from the destruction and the suffering that the world brings upon us, okay? Um, then we like to tell of God's goodness. We don't want to just always tell people of the consequences, but we have to. But we want to tell you of God's goodness. You know, the word tells me that if we lift him up, then he will draw all men unto him. Anybody that comes to him, it's because he drew them to him. So we want to tell people of his goodness and of his plan for mankind. Okay. We are a home-based ministry. We're not interested in large numbers. We're interested in providing personal ministry. Example, counseling, prayer, Bible study. We do this through one-on-one -on -one sessions. It could be one person that we're ministering to or small groups. We prefer actually small groups. Two, three, you know, five, maybe six or something. We prefer that because our ministry is very interactive. Then we also offer study materials through our academy. We have a word academy. And it is designed to equip the participants for ministry also. And I got to come back after the break and let my husband tell you about my book, <laughs> my story, the story of me. It's your time. 
The story of me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Thank you. Thank you, my wonderful husband. That, ladies and friends, is about my story. Come back and I'll tell you more about our ministry. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to Teen Driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, I was telling you about our 
personal ministry, our home-based ministry called Equipping the Saints. And I want just want to let you know that um, we offer an academy. It is designed to equip the participants for ministry so that they can also serve, uh, serve the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, and to serve our communities so that we can make an impact in our communities. We also provide a seminar. It is called The Virtuous Woman, and it is designed to restore the beauty of virtue to our young ladies and women. It pains my heart to see young women display themselves in ways that are demeaning, exploitive, and ways that devalue being a wife, a mother, a contributor, a mentor, a friend. So I teach lessons about how a woman should carry herself and about being virtuous. So in case you're wondering, that's a little bit more about what we do here at Equipping the Saints. My story, the story of me, is just an outreach. It's one of our outreaches, I should say. One of our outreaches. It's one of my personal passions. And that's why we developed this show around, um, around sexual abuse. Because in my story, that is what happened to me growing up. I was sexually abused by my own father and so that is why I based this show around sexual abuse. So here we go. I promised, well actually I asked my listeners last week a question and the question was why does the world promote so much lust, lasciviousness, which we looked up the definition for and lasciviousness was unbridled uncontrolled lust. So the question to the viewers or the listeners was, why does the world promote so much lust? I have an answer, but I feel that I would, well, I'm just going to read to you what the listeners, some of my listeners sent me in their emails. Okay. Our first email is from Mary and she is in California. And Mary says, as you know, I usually listen to the show on Tuesdays, but since I had to check my email, I found your new mail. I always send out, um, I try to always send out reminders about the show on Mondays. And so she got this on Monday and she says, so I will give your question a try. In the reminders, I also asked people to give me their answer. And she went on to tell me that lust is a craving, sometimes violent and always self-indulgent. Lasciviousness was lewd behavior. It is based on the same principle as lust. She said, man's need to be the very best at everything in this world with no regard for how many people he uh, may be hurt or destroyed by their behavior, combined with no true belief in God, they have more faith in the dollar and of what money can buy, period. She says, people need to come back to God and moral values. We watch TV and see that there is nothing private, not the bedroom, not the workings of a woman's body, not the innocent child or the marriage vows we take that create life. She says, people only want more. 
She's talking about why the world promotes so much lust. People only want more. We have been programmed to believe that more is the best. And if you choose to believe in anything spiritual, you are somehow out of touch with the so-called real world. People who pray are seen as weak and not in touch with what is really going on in this world. Satan's plan is based on this. Hmm. Create a world where man can only see self and his only reason for living is self-satisfaction. Some will do anything for this form of feeling good. Always in your prayers, Mary. Thank you very much, Mary, for your input and your response. When we do have our Bible studies uh, at the uh, Academy, at the ETS Academy, we like them to be very interactive. We like to invite people to ask questions and we like for people to give us their input. So that is why I chose to spend some time reading what some of our listeners have to say. This is from Romika. She is from South Dakota. She says, the show on Monday, she's referring to last Monday, that was aired was very good and thought-provoking. Uh, like you said, the lasciviousness is sin and the world promotes it because that's where the world's unregenerate heart is at. It's selfish and rebellion. As you said before, it's perversion. She said, perversion is not just sex. Perversion is not just pertaining to sex. She says, perversion is anything that is opposite or opposes truth. I thought that that was an interesting definition of perver perversion. She says, the world promotes it because it wants it. <laughs> That's pretty basic. The world promotes lust because it wants it. It promotes unbridled lust because that's what it wants. It is its nature, which is of the devil who is also perverted. Hmm. Great lesson. She wanted me to tell Chris that he did great on the announcements. So, Chris, dear, you're doing great with the announcements. <laughs> Um, let's see. This one is from Mary again in California. She says, the sex appeal issue is Satan's appeal. Lust and the desire for self-satisfaction. Um, she says, this is great for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Use any part of my replies you feel relate to the issues you are covering. She says, this is great for me and so many like me who, for whatever reasons, cannot tell the world about their personal demons. Always yours in prayer. Mary, we will be your voice, Miss Mary. We will be your mouthpiece. We will speak on the behalf of those like yourself and others who are not yet ready to tell their stories. We will let the world know that you are out there and that you have these stories and um, you can trust us with those stories, with your story. Okay. Then we have a response from Chris in Maryland. <laughs> and this, of course, is my honey. He decided to, to humor me and send me an email. <laughs> the world follows Satan's agenda. 
which is a self-gratifying, ungodly agenda. And unfortunately, they don't really believe that there's a Satan or a devil. So they just think it's the way things are. They don't think much more about it outside of the fact that that's just the way things are. Which is one of the devil's strongest weapons. Oh man, if he can keep us deceived and in the dark about his existence and what his agenda is. My goodness. Then we just foolishly follow his agenda. He says, remember the saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. The enemy knows this. So he makes everything acceptable. This world doesn't want laws. And neither does Satan. God's laws kicked, got him kicked out of heaven. God's laws got him kicked out of heaven. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so he's trying to do the same thing down here that he was trying to do in heaven. Cause anarchy, cause confusion. And I'm sorry to tell you, but heaven is not going to be like that, y'all. Heaven is not going to be full of confusion and lust and greed and pain and sorrow. It's, it's not going to be like that. Um, and this one, let's see, is from Sam. And Sam is in Maryland. He says to the, to the question that it is due to our lack of God's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He says, many of us say that we believe and trust him. However, our actions and focus is on self-manifestation. Hmm. Promoting lust requires no discipline. Oh my goodness. We find pleasure and happiness from people and things that satisfy our physical and emotional needs. It's easy to lay down and rest rather than running when we become tired and weary. Many times we see, hear, taste, and touch things that we think are all good for our minds and bodies. So we ingest, digest, and manifest more lust. Hmm. He's, he's giving us not only the worldly perspective as far as why the world promotes it, but also the Christian perspective. There's a lot of Christians that aren't living what they believe. Time for another commercial. <laughs> Our sponsors, Equipping the Saints Ministries, home based in Maryland. You may write to P.O. Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Also, another sponsor, Annette Brown, evangelist, psalmist. Her CD is entitled, All Because of Love. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for sponsoring us. Thank you for your support and your love, not just in your finances, but just for believing in what we're doing. We love you. <laughs> Thank you.
Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on DougieNet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, we're back, and we are reading response, you know, email responses from some of our listeners, and um, the question that they are answering is, why does the world promote so much lasciviousness and lust? That is the question from last week, and I have two more responses that I want to share with you. The first one is from an anonymous person. They didn't want us to say their name. Um writing me, emailing me from Arizona, he says that the world promotes so much lust because sex sells. Money controls the world and everyone is chasing after money. He mentioned commercials. He's referring to the fact that there are commercials where there is a sexy female promoting the company's product but she has nothing to do with the product. I think my husband talked about that in one of our earlier shows. (laughs) 
And then the next person, Chanel, by the way, thank you, anonymous person, for participating and giving us your thoughts. The next person, Chanel, says, this was an excellent question. It really made me think about my answers. There are so many areas you can blame. The media, the music industry, and bad parenting, to name a few. It all comes down to there are too many believers and non-believers allowing the devil to attempt them to fulfill to tempt them, I'm sorry, to tempt them to fulfill his plan. His plan to control the world, to steal, kill, and destroy. He is a false advertiser. He will always promote that the grass is greener on the other side to get you hooked and ultimately take your soul. Thank you from Arizona. That was Chanel. We got some some good feedback. I would clap my hands, but I don't know how that would sound on the air. (laughs) So thank you for your feedback, people. And let me go into our lesson, our thoughts for tonight, I should say. (laughs) Our thoughts for tonight, the things that I want to reason with you about. Oh, well, before I do that, let me give you my answer. I have an answer, too, if anybody wants to hear it. My first answer, what I thought about last week, even as I was writing this question, is that the world promotes so much lasciviousness, so much uncontrolled lust, because it is consumed with the things of the flesh. The flesh, the things that are temporal, the things that are temporary, the things that will not last forever. It just wants to gratify the flesh. They're not concerned with eternal things. They're not truly concerned with what happens after this. And then today, the Holy Spirit reminded me how the Bible says that men love darkness and uncontrolled lust is a symptom or a sign of of being in darkness. Okay, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. That's what the Bible declares. If I'm not mistaken, that was one of the words that Jesus Christ himself spoke to his disciples when he was teaching them. And you know what? I'm just simple like that. I believe the word of God. I believe the Bible. It doesn't have to be that complicated for me. It doesn't have to be rocket science. I believe that. People love it because their deeds are evil. Okay? So anyway, let's go into the reasoning and the thoughts that I wanted to share with you. One, the world accuses Christians of hypocrisy. There is so much rhetoric and so much anti-Christian and so much anti-Christ mentality and hostility out there. They accuse us of judging them. They say, you know, we're judgmental when in fact really all true Christianity. Now, I'm not talking about those Christians that are hypocrites, okay? 
Because I say a true Christian is not a hypocrite. A true Christian is one that not only professes Christ, but also lives like Christ. To be a Christian is to be like Christ. It is to follow Christ's example. So that's the question that you need to ask yourself, world, when you're talking about us. And um, whether there's a true Christian acting or responding or behaving or not. And then the other thing is that even if we follow Christ's example, we as Christians know that the world is not going to love us anyway because the world, which included the religious leaders of that day, even many of the religious people of that day were in fact of the world, okay? And they hated Christ, okay? The world accuses Christians of being hypocrites. I say true Christians are not hypocrites, okay? There are many who profess Christianity that are not Christians, plain and simple. You know, it's a popular term now. In some, in some areas, it's a popular term. But a lot of them that profess Christ are not true Christians, people. The world says, do it. The world says, drink. The world legalized alcohol. It says, drink. It says, do drugs. They're trying to promote I believe it's in California right now. They're trying, to, they're trying to legalize marijuana. The world says drink, do drugs. The world says don't judge us because we want to have sex with anybody. Because we want to have sex with men. Men and men, women and women. Uh, uh, married or not doesn't matter because we want to have unbridled, uncontrollable, lustful liaisons. The world says, do it, okay? The world says, perversion is not perversion. The world says, don't call these unnatural acts unnatural. <laughs> the world says, do it, but then it says, oh, put the brakes on, oops, oops, oops. Drink, but drink responsibly. <laughs> Oxymoron. <laughs> It says, have sex with whoever you want to have sex with, but use a condom, okay? Even though we see the damage and the dangers that come from it, okay? Even though we see unwanted pregnancy, even though we see STDs, even though we see families and homes that are broken, broken because of it, you know, because of the adultery or the cheating and, you know, the world says, do it anyway. <laughs> okay, the world says eat, but then, okay, now we see the, the cost of health care going up and we see the, the morbidities of obesity and what it contributes to and the diabetes and the kidney failure and the da-da-da-da, and then they play, oops, put the brakes on, wait a minute, wait a minute, now there's a whole campaign you know, um, Michelle Obama is going around trying to now go back to the basics and teach young children to eat responsibly and to be active and to be healthy. Well, I say, who's the hypocrite? Where, where is the true hypocrisy? They promote it when it fills their pocket. Okay, when the money, when they're going to get paid for it, they promote it. They say drink. They say do the drugs. They say do the sex. I mean, my goodness, uh, sex products, 
are all over the market. You know, the lubricants and the gels and the sex toys have become a booming industry. They say do it as long as it lines our pockets. Viagra is all over the place. They say do it as long as it lines our pockets. But then when it gets, when people get carried away with it, which is what we, what human beings are going to do. Then they go, uh, wait a minute, that's not what we meant. They want to put the brakes on. Well, I say that's hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. Now, God is straight up. He tells you from the beginning. He tells you up front, don't do it at all. Because it's dangerous. Because it'll cause you great harm. Because for generations to come, you'll be feeling the effects of it. Okay? Because it will cause pain. Because it will cause suffering. He tells you don't do it at all. Okay? Then the world, the flesh says, well, that's why we don't like God. That's why we don't like you as a Christian, because you're, you're, you're confining us. You're confining us. You're judging us. That God that you serve is confining us. That's why we don't like God. He's too hard. It's too hard to refrain from unbridled lusts. That is one point that the world and the Christians can agree on. It is too hard to refrain from unbridled lust. It's very hard to refrain from lust, from being enticed, to, to, to lust after things that are not good for you. It is too hard to refrain on your own. People, that is the good news of Jesus Christ. That is why Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that is why he came. Because on our own, it is too hard to do. <sniffs> Gotta go to a commercial break. Our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational non-denominational Bible-based Holy Spirit-led Deliverance Ministry. Pastors are Charles and Romika White. Thank you, Whites. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginat. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. 
Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Come be a part of Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio. Her goal is to inspire you to be creative every day. Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Pat lives and breathes being creative through her quilt design business, but her creativity and interests have no bounds. On her show, she'll be introducing us to guests through interviews and talks that have a creative life. We'll learn more about what goes on in the world of quilting. And since Pat, like many of us, is creative in many ways, she'll also introduce us to creative people in other crafts like knitting, crochet, paper arts, and lots more. Pat is also an author, a lecturer, designer, and cheerleader of many. She's tried her hand at making almost everything you can think of and does many crafts to keep her inspired to create. Check out her website, patsloan.com. What makes Pat most happy is to inspire others to be creative every day. So join us for Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. I'm back, people, and I was just telling you before we had to go to the break that it is too hard. It is very hard. It is almost impossible to refrain from the temptations that faced us daily, from, from, the, from the desire to lust after things without discipline, without restraint. You know, it is too hard to do it on our own. And that is the good news of the gospel. That is what the gospel is all about. That is why Jesus Christ came. He came to redeem us. He came and through his death, burial, and resurrection, he conquered sin. He conquered rebellion against God's plan. He conquered and gained the victory over the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. He conquered all those things and then through his conquering those things, he can give us the ability to conquer those things. We don't have to be a slave to, to, to our lust. When we see the damage that it can do, we don't have to be a slave to those things. He came to give us power to overcome the lust of the flesh. He doesn't expect you to do it on your own. He doesn't say, I'm standing over your head to beat you down. Like I said earlier, he didn't come to condemn the world. He did not come to condemn the world, 
But he did say that the world was already condemned. Before he came, the world was already condemned. Okay, because they chose to rebel against God's plan. As a rule, as a whole, there was only a, a, a one sought-out nation, one identified nation, and that was the nation of Israel that God said, okay, I'm going to be your God and I want you to be my people. But the world as a whole had already rejected him. Okay, so anyway, he came to conquer those things and he has made a way for us to conquer those things and that is why he left us a comforter, that is why he left us the Holy Spirit so that we can have power, so that we can have the strength, the power, the ability through him and through his spirit, through his precious Holy Spirit to overcome these things. He says, look, though your rebellion against me has been great, though your rebellion against me is like a crimson stain, it's like, you know, pouring grape juice on a white dress. He said, though your rebellion against me is obvious, like it's a blaring neon sign. He says, even though it's that way, let me talk to you. Let me reason with you. I can make you clean. I can wipe away that stain. I can, I can bleach. I can pour <laughs> some Holy Spirit bleach. I can clean that rebellion. I can clean it so it's no longer a glaring stain. And I can make it pure. I can clean your slate. I can make it pure, you can start all over again. You can start fresh. You can start new. I will make you white as snow. That, my friends, my precious people, that is the good news of the gospel. Okay? That's the good news of the gospel. It, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to take chances and wonder what the outcome is going to be. Okay. Whew, I had to get that off my chest. I had to get that off my chest. I'm going to see how much time I have to talk about something else to continue from last week. Last week I ended and we were talking about lust. That's what made me ask people that question. And I said that incest, rape, Molestation are all about lust, power, and control. Not just about power, like some humanistic and, you know, worldly organizations would like you to believe that it's only about power and control, but it is also about lust, okay? And I said it is very misleading to make a blanket statement and tell women who are victims of rape that they had nothing to do with it. That is very misleading. This may or may not be true. It's a case-by-case -case situation. Okay? I'm going to read or, or try to review what I, what I recall. This was, ah, wow, I'm not sure how many years ago. I watched a movie. 
I watched a movie and I don't remember the name of the movie. Some of you might, it might ring a bell with you when you hear it. But in this movie, it was about a woman. She had a rough life. Um, don't remember what her background was. It didn't really go a lot into her background, but it just showed that she was a promiscuous woman. Okay. She had multiple sex partners. She liked to party. Um, she went to some bar one night because she just wanted to have fun and she was just lonely or whatever and wanted to have fun. Got drunk. Um, started dancing very provocatively. She was wearing very skimpy clothing. Um, you know, her female parts were kind of <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Just just in the guy's faces, uh, dancing very provocatively, very seductively, started kissing on a guy that she didn't even know. You know, alcohol can do that to you. A matter of fact, I've been in a similar situation as a, as a young teen when I was rebelling um, because of the abuse and because of the tragedies and the traumas that had happened in my life. I, I was in a very similar situation one time and I did things that I did not remember doing when I came out of my... Um, drunken stupor and I was very 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 embarrassed but anyway um, she was kissing some guy that she didn't even know uh, started flirting with the other guys and enticing them okay the other guys got really heated and excited and next thing you know she was on the pool table okay now when she when she's on the pool table then she started even in her fog even in her alcohol she started realizing okay this is going a little bit further than she intended but by that point the guys were worked up and they weren't taking no for an answer so things got out of hand she started yelling and screaming the music they turned it up it was so loud basically they gathered around this woman and a group of guys gang raped her even though she said no uh, started screaming they gang raped her okay um, she sued. This was based on a true story. She sued. She, this lawyer came to her, um, said, I'm going to represent you because we want to set a new precedent. We want to make a statement. We want those men to know, and we want the community to know that, um, this is not acceptable. Uh, the lawyer represented her. They sued those men. They sued the men that looked on. And didn't do anything, you know, didn't help. Um, and and they won. They, if I remember right, they won. I don't remember how much they won, but it was an, an astronomical amount of money. The guys, some of the guys were convicted of rape. Some of the guys who stood by and watched were convicted of uh, maybe aiding and abetting or something like that. And I said, okay, yeah, punish the rapists. Of course, you know, I'm female. Punish the rapists. You're right. They had no business raping this woman but even as a young person as a younger person than what I am now I should say I questioned and was frustrated with the fact that this woman was not held accountable for her actions this woman put herself in a very dangerous situation she medicated herself with alcohol and made herself where she could not make good judgments, went to a place intentionally seducing, trying to seduce and provoke men sexually, 
and then she got more than what she could handle. And that concerned me even as a younger person. Now, the message was a good message to send to the men that this is not acceptable, but the imbalance was is that the the woman sent a very negative message to the rest of the women in the world that no matter what you do no matter how you behave no matter how you how you carry yourself no matter how you dress you are not responsible for what what other people do to you and that is just hypocrisy that is hypocrisy and basically that is what the Bible says. In Deuteronomy 23 and 2, we find that there was little to no retribution or justice provided to an unchaste, sexually immoral person. Women and men were to remain chaste until marriage or at least until engagement. Women were not to go about unprotected or independently or doing careless, dangerous, provocative, sexual, seductive things. And I'm going to have to stop there. I was just getting into this, but you know what? I guess that means that you're going to have to come back next week and see what the Bible has to say about a woman's responsibility. Where does her responsibility begin and end when it comes to being raped? I guess you're going to have to come back and <laughs> and see what the Bible has to say about it because God is not a hypocrite. He's going to tell you up front, don't do those things because they are dangerous. They are dangerous, they are hurtful, they are harmful people. Until next week, I love you. God loves you. Bye-bye. <laughs>